Welcome to She Who Believes, the podcast. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Well, here at this podcast, we celebrate you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Almighty God. We want to encourage you to believe God and to allow him to guide you into being the you that he created in the beginning. We were a thought in God's mind and he knows our end at the beginning. And so allow him to give you not only the life that you're currently living that he desires for you, but that he will give you one that has an expected end if you'll trust him. Now, our hallmark scripture is found in Luke 1 and verse 45. It is from which we make our weekly declaration. We love for you to join us. You're only required to do two things, to put your name in the place where the word she or her, or in this case, you and this week's uh, version, and to believe. That's it. Insert your name, make it a declaration, not just a reading, and believe the word. Are you ready? Well, I'll be declaring this week from a new version, um, a new version to the podcast, a new version that I've not declared from before. It is actually called the New Century Vision version. The New Century Version. <laughs> and so um, we declare as follows. Vivian... You are blessed because you believed that what the Lord said to you would really happen. I do truly believe that what God speaks to me, whether it is through his written word and I read it or through his spoken word when he speaks to my spirit, I believe God. And this podcast is all about encouraging you to do the same. Now, for my continuous listeners, followers, whatever you guys are called, I want to know how your additional declarations are coming. At the beginning of the year, I actually think it was near the end of last year, we challenged you guys to not only make this declaration, but to come up with other declarations based on the word of God, um, declarations that you can use as strategies in your life, maybe when you're going through a hard time, or maybe just as I do, um, start out my day declaring the word of God over my day. I found my days go better when I do that. Even if it's just because it set my mind in a better place, set my heart in a better place. Sometimes you can wake up and the minute you wake up, it's like, boom, this thought's coming at you and that thought's coming at you. But when you make it a consistent thing of declaring the word of God, it's going to give you power. I was reminded this week I was listening to a message and um, it was actually by Joel Osteen and he said, words, your word is your sword. And we all know the word is the sword. I think the title of his sermon was a a swing your sword or I don't remember what it was, but it was just a a nice reminder with the insert, uh, the portion that I heard while I was in my car of him saying that every single time you open your mouth and declare the word of God over your life, you're actually swinging your sword. I think that's what he said. So swing your sword at the darkness, swing your sword at those bills, swing your sword at your child that may be acting like they are totally nuts because there is nothing that is outside the reach of God. So 
So use this word. It's true. It's faithful. It's steadfast. It is a solid foundation. So use his word. Use the word of God. Welcome back to the podcast, She Who Believes. I'm your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. I might not quite sound like her this morning, a little raspy in the um, throat, but what I won't do is let that stop me today. Um, these allergies can do what they're going to do because I'm going to let the Holy Spirit do what he does. Um, I'm talking to you guys today about being backed in the corner. Honestly, lately I felt like I've been being pushed in a corner. Um, in a certain areas of my life, um, <clears throat> sometimes it might seem like we put ourselves in a corner or um, just things around us are going on and happening. But I came to talk to you today to tell you, do not fear even when you feel like you've been backed in a corner. Because see, according to Psalms 118, 5 through 6, and I'm reading from the King James Version, and it reads as follows. I called upon the Lord in distress The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? As uh, the, the title of this podcast fell into my spirit, I was reminded of a situation when I was a little girl. Um, our parents would take us to our cousin's cousin's house or they would all, all the adults would get together and go out. So they would take turns of whose house we, the children stayed at and wreaked havoc on. And, I, and when we would get dropped off at a particular relative's relative's house, the son of that relative would always, I don't know, he was always picking on me and literally backing me into a corner. Um, I would um, maybe step into the utility room to throw something in the garbage or um, whatever, and he was backing me into a corner over and over again. And it was always like he'd shove on me and push on me and call me names. And um, I remember just um, it happening repeatedly over and over again. But the thing I remember the most is the time I came out of the corner swinging, the broom. (laughs) I remember just having enough and having a moment where, I don't know, some people might call it a moment of where you snap or whatever. But I had this moment. I had this moment. I will never again in all of life lose my voice. Jesus, I'd make that declaration because that's the promise that God made me a few years back. I was backed in a corner and dealing with some things. And so, you know what? I felt like that might not have been something I might have should have said in, in this moment in the podcast. But now I realize that I was supposed to. Because when we're backed in a corner, we've got to come out swinging with the word of God. We've got to come out swinging, whether it's his written word in the Bible or promises he's spoken to our spirit. We've got to come out swinging the word of God. It's our, it's our weapon. It is the sword that tears apart bone from marrow that separates that. That that tears down every lie. So that's the word, and I'm swinging it. Um, as I stated, I will. I, I remember the day that I came out of the the corner swinging the broom. And I was like, I'm sick of you. I'm tired of you. You're always hitting on me. You're always pushing me in the corner. I'm sick of this. And I remember saying all these things. And at the time, um, at that point, I was this really quiet person. And I know you guys may not believe that. But I just kind of took things from people. Not because, well, I guess 
I had this heart of, well, you know what, I'm gonna pray for them or it'll get better. And maybe they're just mean because of this and, you know, kind of excusing the things people did. And, and I'm not, I'm kind of that way to a certain degree. Now I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And if you prove to me, you, you somebody different than what I thought you were, then I'm gonna believe what you show me. But I just kept thinking he'll get better. No one can be this mean. And I also was in this place of just brokenness from other things that had happened in my life, even at that young age that, um, you know, at times, if we're not careful, we'll settle in our mind. Lord, I thank you. We'll settle in our mind and start to accept things that are not to be so in our lives as if that's just a natural everyday occurrence and we'll settle into that place. And so that happens to us sometimes, even in the spirit, we can be doing really good, going really strong in our lives. And the next thing you know, you're in this funk, you're in this place where it seems like you can't shake free of old things and habits that were not, that were not even part of your life anymore. You're, you're, you're battling and you're struggling, you're going through all these things. But at the end of the day, at some point, We got to stop being quiet. See, when we're quiet, we get an enemy power because see, when we speak the word of God, that's our power. That's our strength. That's our weapon. The word of God never returns to him void. So as his children of God, in the name of Jesus, we can speak those same words with a great expectation for them to not return void in our lives either. So we stand up, we speak these words, but if our mouths are quiet and we become acclimated to the things that's going on around us, the things that's pushing us, the things that's making us feel like we're not enough or make us feel like we're not strong enough for them to try to make us believe that, Hey, this is just a life God has intended for me. Like if you find yourself saying, well, I I would like this to happen in my life, but it'll be God. You know, if, if it's the Lord's will, God has already told us what his will is. He's told us that in the Bible, he's told us that it's, it's his will to bless us. It's told, he told us that it's his will to give us the kingdom. He's given us the kingdom. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. He's given us everything that pertains to godliness and life. He has promised to give us abundantly above anything we can ask, think, or imagine. So even if I thought of the craziest, most amazing, abundant, biggest blessing, that's still like a little pin, a dot made by a pin to God because our God owns everything. He's over everything. He rules over everything. We are his children and he delights in blessing us. So it's not, well, if it's God's will. No, we know his will. So we're going to have to open our mouths and speak it. So I remember again, just coming out of that corner. And as I was swinging that broom and hitting at him, I got this holy indignation. I know what it is now. It was like this, this anger within me that was like, I'm sick of this and I'm not taking it anymore. The fear left me, the, all of the lies that were coming against my mind. But what if he keeps hitting you and he, it goes harder and faster and you're not strong enough. I no longer thought about being strong enough. I honestly didn't even think about grabbing that broom. Before I knew it, boom, I had, I started just speaking to him and said, I'm enough is enough. I'm sick of you. You're not going to do this to me anymore. I don't have to take this from you. You don't get to treat me this way. You're not better than me. You don't get to tell me who I am. And I was just coming back at him. And before I knew it, he was pinned in the corner, but I'm going to tell you guys the thing I will never forget also. He said to me, it's about time. And I didn't really, oh God, I thank you. My Lord, I bless you. 
because I didn't even really understand it at the time. I was pissed off and I, and I thought about how, dude, I didn't need you to do this to me. But sometimes God's going to let us get backed in a corner, not because he's left us, but because he wants us to see and understand that we've got all power through Jesus Christ, that we don't have to take it because he is on our side. And so we are not to fear anything. Oh, I know um, there are things that are, that are crazy, like that, that a lot of things are going on and it looks like that these things are going to supersede our God and what he said about our lives. But I'm here to tell you today that there's nothing greater than our God, that our God has not forgotten us, that he is for us, that he is with us and that we've got to rest in that. So I'm telling you today, come out of the corner, come out of the corner swinging your, your broom, <laughs> Come out swinging the sword, the word of God. Come out no hose barred with no fear because we can't fear anything. I've been, so what happens when I realize that I'm, I'm being backed in the corner in the spirit? Because see, it can happen to all of us. I'm no greater or, and I'm no less than anybody else. Huh? I am who God says that I am. But this life sometimes when we, when we, to when we, Notice I said we take our focus off God, even for a brief moment, it can happen because you're hearing all these things, even though I don't watch the news, but you hear your coworkers and you hear this person or you see this. And if you're not careful, if you don't guard your heart, if you don't uh, ask the Lord to let his angels sit at your ear gate and let every lie that is not of him fall mute to your ears, you'll, you'll let that stuff seep into your spirit. And the next thing you know, you're backed into a corner and you're there and the enemy just taking a shot at you. But when I'm backed in the corner, I get pissed off. And I know some of y'all might be moved because you're too holy to hear me say pissed off. But then if that's the case, just in the podcast, because that's what I do. I get pissed off. I get angry. And then I start to talk back to the enemy and I shut him up and I make him flee because I tell him, oh, is this what you think you're going to do to me today? I- I'm sick of you. W- what you've done now is you pissed me off. And now you've made me <laughs> realize that I've got to tear this thing down. And because I have the power to do so, I'm going to do it. And I begin to speak back to him. And I tell him that my son and my daughter and my husband and my, are my marriage and my businesses are not subject to you, that you don't get to speak on those things. So shut your mouth. I, I speak back to him and tell him to take his hands off the mind of my children because they have the mind of Christ and they get away from me because he has no power over me. I begin to talk back to him and I will things against him like saying, This is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Meaning nothing that he brings against my mind, body, or spirit will take away the joy of the Lord or the praise for the Lord that is in my mouth. I begin to tell him back, I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. I begin to speak back to him the word of God that tells him that my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. And so I speak back to the enemy. That's how I come out of this corner, warring, fighting back, because you know why? We don't have to be, as children of God, we don't have to be afraid of the enemy, because we have the keys that he once had, because when Jesus got out of the grave, he gave, he took those keys, the ones to death, hell, and the grave, because he said, "To de- oh, death, where's thy sting? Hallelujah. He's given us the keys, so there's nothing we should fear, including darkness, because the God that is with us, for us, and who will never leave us, nor for sake us is warring for us. Oh, sometimes we have to battle some things 
in our minds. But again, God is warring for us. So we just put our minds back on him. We declare his word and cover our minds, our days, our lives, our families, our businesses, our ministries, our church family under the word of God. We make declarations for those things with an expectation for God to fulfill these things. Psalms 118 verse 6. I read it earlier, but I'm going to declare the Lord is on my side. The Lord is on your side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? I'm in a place now, kind of like Daniel, where Daniel was told, his, the people around him knew that Daniel prayed the times and the times of day, the number of times that he prayed. And so they manipulated the king into writing this decree that anybody who prayed to anybody or worshiped anything but him would be put into the lion's den. But Daniel didn't stop. He kept praying. Then he had some other um, compadres, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who said, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we will not bow down to you. And so even though they all had to go into the thing that the king over them decreed, see, they put the, the king put Daniel in the lion's den, but God shut the mouth of the lions. The king put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a fiery furnace that he heated seven times harder than usual. And the people that threw him in, threw them in, died throwing them in. That always blesses me. You threw me in, but you died as you threw me in. I'm going to let that sit right there and let the Lord minister that to your spirit. As you looking at people who you think trying to throw you into a pit, baby, let them throw you in because I promise you, God will get right down in that pit of fire with you and it'll never touch you and you'll come out unscathed with your clothes, not even smelling of smoke. And then let's talk about my boy, Abraham, my boy, Abraham, Woo. My boy, Abraham, Abraham was a bad man before his name was Abraham. His name was Abram and God changed his name. And what happened was I'll try to summarize it. Abram took a, his nephew lot with him and they separated ways at some point because the contention became in the camp. They both grew large and was blessed because of Abraham and lots of men started to argue with them. But God told him, hey, you know, he got up. He said, let's separate. Let's not do this. We're family. Anyway, long story short, Lot pointed himself towards Sodom and Gomorrah. And at one point, Lot got captured by some kings. He got captured by some kings that had gone against a group of other kings, more kings and more soldiers. And they had beat all those people, taken all their land and everything. And they came and took Lot and all of his things. Well, Abram, the man of God, heard about it. He had 300 and some odd men. He took them up by night, separated them, divided his troops, and went in and got back everything from a, from kings that had beat other kings. This man and his 300 and plus, plus foot soldiers, not foot soldiers, his men, they went and got back every single thing and brought it back. But I, what I'm going to tell you to do is to do what Abram did. When he bought back this particular king's possessions, the king told him, just give me my people and you keep everything else. And Abram said, oh, no, I won't because I, I swore to God, I wouldn't take anything from you lest you say you made me rich or lest you say you've done this. But my God is going to get all glory. 
So I want to tell you today to come out of the, the corner swinging. Come out swinging the word. Come out swinging every promise God gave you. Look back at your business today and put a demand on it and command your business to bring forth the fruit that God has promised you that it would. Because see, he's given you ideas, visions, dreams. He's spoken to you about things. You're working on these things. You're doing them. You're lining them up. But they have not been producing the fruits that God promised. So now it's time for you to speak to those things and command them to bring forth the fruit that God has promised to you. I usually try to stay in teach mode. I kind of went into preach mode a little bit today, but I will serve up no apologies because God is faithful and, and I will always give way to Holy Spirit to do what he feels like he chooses and wants to do because somebody somewhere needs whatever it is that he has chosen to do through me. And because I surrender to that, Lord, we thank you. And we give you glory and we give you honor. <laughs> we thank you for seeing us good, the choosing us to be vessels through which you operate through. I declare that who is ever, whoever hears this podcast today, whether it's in 2021 or 3021 or 4021, Lord God, that they have been set free, that they are coming out of their, their corner, that they've been backed into in the spirit and physically, wherever it is, Lord God, they've come out swinging because your children always have the victory in Christ Jesus. And Lord, we bless you today and we give you glory in Jesus name. Amen. Well, this has been your, this has been another episode of She Who Believes the podcast. And I am your host, Vivian Bell. And I am indeed she who believes. Have a great day. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Thank you for joining us today. May your faith be counted unto you as righteousness.